0: Good morning everyone. We are going to continue our journey through the book of Acts, our summer series. And today I have the privilege of speaking about conversion, about being converted. And we're going to talk a little bit about Saul today. But what is conversion in the biblical sense? I mean, there's all kinds of conversions, aren't there? Uh, Milliliters, Defeat? No, that would be wrong. Uh, All kinds of ways to convert one thing to another, different languages. But today we're going to talk about a biblical definition of conversion, which is uh, a turning, a spiritual turning away from sin to repentance and to Christ in faith. It's a dramatic turning, usually. From one path in order to pursue an entirely new one, and we're certainly going to see that this morning. I'm going to share with you regarding conversion in three parts. This is a very Lutheran thing to do three points in a poem. I don't know about the poem, but I've got three points, and yes, they are alliterative. We'll start with confrontation, then conversion, and finally, commission. So here we go. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is truth. We pray that you would take it from your heart to ours and into our lives as we seek to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, one of the, one of the really terrific examples or illustrations of a powerful conversion is that of Saul. Happens right in Acts as we're moving through. Uh, even now, kind of almost to the middle, but not quite, the book of Acts. We start with Acts 9, verse 1, where it says, meanwhile, and I'm going to stop right there for a moment, meanwhile is a linking adverb. Don't worry, I had to look it up too. I wasn't sure. But if it were a link on a computer screen, you could click on it, and it would link to all kinds of other stuff that has been happening, or is happening right now, or maybe has just taken place. So it's not really fair to start with "meanwhile" because we don't know what the "meanwhile" refers to unless you go back to the first eight chapters of the book, and we've kind of covered some of that. So we'll start with "meanwhile" today, knowing that Saul has already been a witness to the stoning of Stephen. That. Peter and John have scolded Simon the sorcerer very soundly for his wanting to buy into apostles' power, wanted to buy his way into the church and have that kind of power that he could go out and do what they were doing, and he heard it from them. No, it's not about money. So there are other things going on. Even while we come to this episode, this story, if you will, this recording, Of activities in the life of Saul. So, meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest in Jerusalem. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus so that if he found any there, anyone there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. I might need a little more light than that. I'm not sure. We'll carry on. <laughs> Saul was at the uh, stoning of Stephen. He was an eyewitness to it. He gave his approval of it. Can you imagine? I've only seen pictures in movies of stonings. And I, oh, it, it's so gruesome, even in those. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> See, there's always a way. This, this guy, Saul, he's blessed beyond imagining. He's so intelligent. He's educated. He's still young. He was fighting the cause of Christ at every turn. He was famous for his zealous attitude toward getting rid of the followers of Jesus Christ and putting an end to anything resembling a story about Christ. And it wasn't enough that he would clear Jerusalem. He was willing to travel and to drag people back to the capital, put them on trial, and punish them severely, if not Thank you to the lighting crew today. If not, execute them. And part of that has been taking place as well. So he's breathing out murderous threats, mumbling under his breath as he goes along to Damascus. Well, confrontation is coming. Verse 3, as he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him he fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him Saul Saul why are why do why are you persecuting me Who are you Lord I have no idea how he said that It was probably fairly dramatic Who are you Lord The answer comes I am Jesus whom you are persecuting If you hurt the people of God. If you hurt the church, if you, if you complain about the church, if you try to do damage to the church, you are persecuting and doing damage to Jesus. He feels the hits. I have a very, uh, well, I had a great opportunity to sit under the teaching of Omar Jurnas for a couple of years, and he would talk about the church as the bride of Christ. And he said, guys, be very careful what you say in criticizing the church because the church is Jesus' bride. And you know how you feel when someone criticizes your wife. So be very, very careful. It's a good word. It's a very good word. So Saul is being confronted. Why are you persecuting me? And then verse six, now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. That's part one of the confrontation. Verse 7, the men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand into Damascus for three days. He was blind and did not eat or drink anything. So here's part two of the confrontation. Verse 10, in Damascus, there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision, Ananias, yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, go to the house of Judas on Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying in a vision He has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. So then Ananias went to the house and entered it. The obedient, he entered that house. Placing his hands on Saul, he said, Brother, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again. He got up and was baptized. This is conversion at work. After taking some food, he regained his strength. Saul spent several days with the disciples in Damascus. Okay, so he's confronted and has now had his whole life turned around. Very quickly, Saul has changed forever after this powerful confrontation. And the, the evidence of the conversion is his response to the commission that he has now given. Back to Acts 9, verse 6. Jesus told Saul, get up and go into the city. You will be told what to do. Well, he did that. He went through all of this with Ananias. And in his obedience and through the ministry of Ananias, he receives the Holy Spirit and is commissioned to be God's messenger. Well, that turned out well, didn't it? We're still reading his words. We are the benefit, beneficiaries of this powerful, educated, bright, and now committed man of God who is on the right side of Jesus. It, the story isn't over. He stayed a few days, got rested up, got fed a little bit, probably disciples some. And I want you to remember, we all need to remember that this man knew just about everything there was about a coming Messiah, about how God is going to be at work in his kingdom to bring freedom and grace and peace to his people and to the world. He knows all of that. He's been fighting against it for months. But he knows And now he finally sees it. Scales? Not more than that. So I want to summarize this conversion leading to a commission that is very powerful and takes place. Some of of the results are mentioned later on in the chapter. I'll, I'll start with verse 20, and I'm just going to do a little Reader's Digest version of this. But verse 20, at once he began to preach, at once he went to the synagogue and started preaching. Well now, What's this? He preached that Jesus is the Son of God. 21, all those who heard him were astonished. 22, yet Saul grew more and more powerful and baffled the Jews living in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Messiah. 23, after many days had gone by, There was a conspiracy among the Jews to kill him. 26, when he came to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples. I want to be a part of you guys. But they were all afraid of him. Not believing that he really was a disciple. And 27, this is a beautiful moment in scripture and really in history. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. Not even Saul can go alone. And Barnabas becomes a key figure in the history of our Lord's ministry on earth. Later on, after narrow escapes and eventual acceptance of Saul by the local Christians, we come to verse 31. The church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed a time of peace and was strengthened. Living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. People came to Christ by the hundreds and even thousands. We are not Saul. I'm not Saul. You're not. None of us are Saul. Every once in a while, you might run into someone who is like a Saul. They're that bright, they're that educated, they're that persuasive, they're that evangelistic. Most of us are not. Our conversion, our coming to Christ or Christ's coming to us will not be the same as Saul's, but there will be certain similarities. And here are these three parts again. There's confrontation, there is conversion, and there is that commission confronted by the Spirit who shows us our sin and our need of a Savior. Without this confrontation, we go lost. For the cross of Jesus Christ stands as a reminder of the confrontation carried on between Jesus and death, our death, really the death of the whole world. And Jesus wins that confrontation. It's up to us to receive that victory. To own it, to live in it. You do not fight sin. You don't even have to. We should resist it. You do not fight the evil that's in the world. You do not fight death, which is a result of your sinful nature. I'll say our sinful natures. That battle, that confrontation is done you are now confronted by the cross. We all are. The cross stands before us as a constant reminder. It was Jesus. And what will we do with this confrontation? What have you done with it? What would you do? Well, we should receive what Christ has done on our behalf. Accept the pardon provided by God. If you have not yet done that, I pray that he will continue to confront you until the scales fall from the eyes of your heart and you say yes to him. Conversion comes in the yes. It's a turning. There's repentance involved. Lord, I am so sorry. I am so full of regret. This is my nature. Please, Lord, I accept your sacrifice. And we should do that daily. I don't think it is a one-time thing. Saved, yes. Confronted all the time, I think. And then we, of course, have a commission. All disciples of Christ function under the same direction that was given so long ago. Acts 1.8 eight. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria to the ends of the earth. I think we fit into the ends of the earth part. If you start at Jerusalem, if we're not at the ends of the earth, we can see it from here. Isn't that the old joke? I think on some days I can see the top of the space needle from parts of North Dakota. The message of the gospel of Jesus Christ is gone to the world. And we are beneficiaries of that. We fit in there quite nicely. One of the most freeing things that I've ever heard when it comes to serving Christ came from a very gifted evangelist with a capitally evangelist friend of mine uh, a bunch of years ago. I go, I was kind of nervous about this idea of being an evangelist and going out and trying to win souls for Christ as a young man. And my friend came to me and said, Bruce, not everyone is an evangelist. Not everyone has to be an evangelist. But everyone can be a witness. So focus on that, to be a witness with all those others who are witnesses for Christ. I have friends who are very effective evangelists. And the Holy Spirit uses them uniquely in gospel ministry. I have many more friends who enjoy the privilege of serving in the kingdom of God through the church, using their varied gifts from God in any number of ways. We had a wonderful Uh, illustration of that day after day this past week. uh, I know the evidence is gone, but VBS took over this place. Maybe you remember the set from last Sunday. And what a marvelous time. Gifts were applied, and children heard the word of God, and adults too. Some coming to Christ, others being encouraged and refreshed. Well, we are commissioned with the same call to witness and to serve. All this leading to salvation for many, many will be confronted, converted, and commissioned into a life lived in Jesus. And all this is living in step with the Holy Spirit. Will you say yes to him today? Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your grace to us, These wonderful words of life that come through Saul, who we know as Paul, and the powerful life that was lived after that conversion. We know, Lord, that our own conversion can be used by you as you commission us to be your people here today in this world where we live and where you have placed us. So encourage us, Lord, today, refresh our spirits that we may walk with you, that the scales would fall from our eyes and from our hearts, that we would see you clearly and follow you all the days of our life, that many more would come to know you. I pray your blessing upon this church, this congregation, for all who are here, member and visitor alike, that you would come over us, Holy Spirit, and guide us into true life. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.